0: Yeah, every time that I think about the fact that like uh, I don't play it and like all these people around me do, I think of like this meme that uh, said something about like, uh, I don't get it, but like I support you other gays who play it. And uh, it like referred to like (laughs) Isabella's the meat moop bitch. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. Isabel's like the secretary. She works so hard.
0: Oh, I didn't even know what she did. That's that's cool. And then, like, Tom Nook is the landlord. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, so oh, okay. He's the guy you have to
1: pay off your mortgage, too. He's, he's the, the business a, bear. Yeah, he's he's the capitalist, like, raccoon boy.
0: <laughs> oh, Actually, yeah, he's, he's a raccoon, not a bear. <laughs> Thank you for somewhat explaining it to me. I still don't get it, but
1: yeah, it's one of those things where it's like you have to play it to like really understand because it's it's just hard to describe. It's like there's no good way to pitch it. Like I really want to know how someone got this past like whatever board that approves the game ideas because there's like no good way to pitch this game, <laughs> right? You're like you live in a capitalist world, which you do in real life, right? and everything is basically the same. You still have a mortgage. You're even the mayor, so you have to like run the town. But your neighbors are animals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sold. <laughs> like that's it. All right. Well, I guess there's probably something in there that I can edit that into. So let's start the episode. <laughs> Click. That record that you bought me like two years ago. Well, I just remembered that it's sitting in the closet, so I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to that. I've been meaning to listen to that. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Ooh. This is so weird doing this without Andrew to like bounce off of too, (laughs) because he's like a lot. Like he's definitely the one who, uh, even though he's ridiculous, he like keeps things like very on track. And Mm -hmm. I'm not good at that. I just, I just show up and have a loose idea of what I'm doing. Right. Tangents upon tangents. Yes. I did like your idea to rate it out of 11, though. That's really cool. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Even though I have
1: uh, admittedly never watched Stranger Things.
0: Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. I just like the album. (laughs) Uh, Hi, I'm Ezra. And uh, this is, I've been meaning to listen to that uh, podcast where we use albums as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. I think I got all of that right. Um, Andrew's not with me today, so this is probably going to be a train wreck. But um, all right. So, yeah, I have uh, my friend. You like may know them from their poetry, um, from their art, uh, because like their art is like... wonderfully creative and amazing and delightful um i've admittedly only went been to like one art show of theirs but it's really it's good stuff um thank you for coming but yeah (laughs) so i have um ages poe with me today yay (laughs) hi everyone (laughs) how are you doing today
1: i am okay i slept till noon which does not happen. (laughs) It does not happen very often. I usually lay in bed till noon, but I actually slept till noon this time.
0: Ah, when do you usually wake up? It really depends on
1: when I end up falling asleep. Actually, this is the reason why I slept till noon today is because I didn't end up falling asleep until like five or six (laughs) a.m.
0: Oh, shit. That's like my entire life except I still wake up at like 10 I just don't get sleep that's right fine.
1: but I, I don't I'm like, just dying inside <laughs> okay mood but
0: um <laughs> I don't get oh, like oh yeah by the way uh Aegis and I are like the same person so yes, uh a, this running joke. might just be like I'm talking to myself really? yeah
1: but yeah no so I, I don't get like the full like I sleep all the way through it's like the, I wake up in little chunks
0: oh yeah I do that, too. <laughs> I even got on medication recently that's oh, supposed wow. to, like, regulate my sleep. Like, I've been on multiple really? medications, and they usually just, like, knock me the fuck out, and so it doesn't work, because then I can't function during the day. Mm-hmm. But this, like, if if it doesn't do that, then I'm on the ed- other end of things where I am now, where uh, it just doesn't work at all. Oh, <laughs> wow. That sounds <laughs> like my antidepressant medication story. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah. What is your antidepressant medication oh story? If
1: you want to get into it, you don't okay. have to. Okay, I mean, I guess we can. Um, I went to um, a psychiatrist affiliated with my university, which, first of all, sucks because they're just really bad at screening. I guess because my psychiatrist ended up being um, what was it, racist, homophobic, and transphobic all in one, which was a fun. <laughs> detail fun times right it was great so then he like
0: matched you with literally the worst person yeah like it was every
1: phobic that i didn't need in my life um (laughs) and so (laughs) i think he's now retired i don't know i actually don't know what happened he like just disappeared one day without like telling any of his patients
0: good he should just fuck off the entire planet really right okay
1: so so he like tried me on like three different SSRIs and um every single time he was just like oh just give it some time and I was getting like really dizzy also I lived on the second floor of the dorm at the time right so being dizzy wasn't good (laughs) because I would stairs
0: (laughs) yeah having to go up the stairs right (laughs) and so I was just
1: like really dizzy my suicide ideation was getting a lot worse and like just there were a whole lot of symptoms that I don't remember because I remember, like, patches of that year. <laughs> um, and, like, basically every time I had to go to my physician and be like, hey, I can't function in my life. Can we switch medications? And she'd be like, yeah, those. that's a really bad list of symptoms. We should switch your medication. <laughs> and then um he pulled his disappearing act which was like super strange because no one told us until like oh i had several friends that had the same psychiatrist that's what i'm saying like us but um no one told us until like each of our individual appointments like we'd go in for it and they'd be like yeah uh garrick's not here <laughs> and we were like um they wouldn't even like call you to reschedule no, with someone else no they said nothing oh, Radio silence and so we were just like I have no idea what's going on, but I guess he's not here anymore. And then they gave me this other lady um, who was, I guess, not outright homophobic, but also not the best ally, and she was acephobic, and I guess generally not understanding of the queer community. Um, I guess we could call her homophobic.
0: How how low does the fucking bar have to be that you were like, uh, well, she was aphobic, and I'm just thinking, oh, well, like, at least she's aware enough of the queer community to know what ace is. (laughs) No, it was because she had
1: another um, patient. She was telling me about this. She had another patient that was ace, and she was like, apparently this patient was bullied as a child, and so she was all like, oh, I don't really want anyone to settle on a label until, like, we've ruled out all other, um, like, explanations for this. And, like, I just feel like, I told her that I feel like (laughs) it was her past (laughs) bullying and trust (laughs) issues making her feel attached to label eight. And I was like, hold on, there's so much wrong with this.
0: Yeah, there's so much to unpack there, but let's just burn the entire fucking suitcase. But really, like, if, so... labels are really important to some people and like if you identify with a label even if there is something else that contributes to it like trauma or something like that so fucking what like you can still identify with a label if it helps she was
1: like that that should be the last resort and i was like
0: the last resort (laughs) ma'am only call yourself queer if you know that like it's not trauma nothing else like what oh my gosh most queer people have experienced trauma because of this fucking world so it'd be like that (laughs) um it really do be like that so the reason
1: why i'm like well she's not like completely homophobic but i guess she is kind of a little bit um is because like during my entire like consultation or whatever right she was like asking me about my identities and i was like oh yeah i'm bi and i'm non-binary and she's like i have no idea what that means like back in my day there was just gay or straight that's it and i was like ma'am how dare you put your ally flag (laughs) up in your office
0: god that fucking sucks yeah i'm always wary like i'm looking for a therapist right now somewhat i don't really have the money to go so Mm. i'm trying to figure it out but uh Like, because I just moved to um, St. Louis, Mm -hmm. like, I'm just looking for a therapist in this area. And like, that's something that is so annoying and daunting. And I feel like people who, like, aren't queer, like, don't understand how, like, hard it is to find a therapist who, like, is Cool with that and like actually cool with that instead of like because like even you can it. find someone who like seems okay and then like oh, yes. they just drop a fucking bomb later on, right? And like G they can have whole, like, like ally stuff like all right? over their like, all like, over their office psychology today thing or all over their office, all of that stuff. And it can mean shit. Like, oh my god,
1: it was it was incredible. I was so shook. Um. But yeah, and then she ended up putting me, I actually don't remember um, what antidepressant that was, but she ended up putting me on something that was like super outdated and not really used uh, much anymore because it has like really bad side effects and stuff. Um, and somewhere in there with like one of the six that I tried in between Garrick and this new <laughs> psychiatrist, I got like serotonin syndrome at least once. Um, Oof. so yeah, so that was a fun time. And then I came home, which was like, <laughs> interesting, somehow convinced my parents to um, let me see a psychiatrist. And then this psychiatrist finally got it on the first try. <laughs> what antidepressant to put me out. Literally, I don't understand why um these university psychiatrists were like, Oh yeah, SSRIs aren't working, so we're gonna go jump straight to the like hard stuff that's like super dangerous. Like, why did you not yeah, I feel try like anything it's else? It's
0: such an individual thing. There's like there's a process. You don't just like jump right up to that.
1: Right? Yeah. And then like, so I ended up on an SNRI, which is a lot better now.
0: <laughs> I uh, when I moved here, um ran out of my medications pretty quickly oh and uh I had issues with like my insurance mm. and uh the I'm not going to get into all of it because it was a lot of shit <laughs> um some some which could have been helped if it weren't for uh just shitty family yeah. but uh I like, get that so I ended up off my meds for like a week or so mm. and it was like fucking hell uh-huh. Yeah, like, it, like it I s- have not wanted to die so badly in a long I mean, time. like
1: <laughs> okay, first of all mood, but um yeah, it took <laughs> me so long to get like used to the meds too like in the first two weeks I like of being on these meds, I like slept straight through that, which is super weird for me because I have insomnia, but I was like literally always asleep.
0: yeah, <laughs> right. but anyway, check <laughs> back <laughs> on topic yeah let's get to what the podcast is actually about music uh what is your background with music
1: my background um I guess I listen to a lot of music while I write um I guess also while I study I actually just like I'm constantly listening to music I cannot stand to not be listening to music. It's actually really weird when I have to take exams. Yeah,
0: I've noticed you always have, like, your headphones with right? you and stuff. Yeah, it helps it with my mood. anxiety a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it helps me
1: with my anxiety. Um, that's why I'm always listening. Also, I like having something in the background so I can, like, tune out everything else and just yeah, have that there. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't do that with white noise. Like, white noise, I just, like, I get on edge
0: on... Um, Yeah, me too. I, like, end up... uh, It's weird, but, like, I end up tuning into the white noise more. And, like, it actually distracts me from what I'm doing. Whereas, like, music, I can tune out and focus on what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but somehow. (laughs) No, I I totally
1: get that. That's, like, that's how it is for me, too. Again, same person. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but, like, I guess also along more... Classical line, I guess. Um, I used to play piano as a child, and then I played oboe for a while. Also, oh, I was in chorus for a little bit,
0: but nice. I'm just really bad at tuning.
1: So <laughs> they <laughs> were like, "Um, <laughs> have fun with that."
0: What type of music do you usually listen to, oh, God. or is there a genre that you usually go to more than others?
1: It it really depends on what I'm fixating on at the moment, <laughs> like. I feel that. (laughs) Um, I've gone through, like, periods of times where I listen to, like, just EDM or, like, just indie or, I don't know, more rap stuff and a lot of stuff. I've been getting into Japanese rock and this weird, like, chill indie kind of EDM mix type situation. Nice. I don't know that there's, like, an official genre for it, but, like, it's just those three combined. (laughs)
0: So you said Japanese rock, how did you like yes. get into that? Okay, I'm going to sound like such a weeb even though I am
1: Asian. <laughs> but, um, Can you be a weeb was, if you're Asian? <laughs> I guess at this point weeb is just more of an identity of like I'm into anime.
0: <laughs> like we don't say weeb like, is like, an oh, identity. I'm, in- I'm bi, I'm trans. <laughs> I'm non-binary why did and you I'm know, a weeb. <laughs> okay but like
1: yeah anyway I have no defense um yeah basically instead of saying like oh I watch anime or like I- I'm an anime watcher or something like that like people just always say like oh I'm a weeb <laughs> like at this point that's just what it is like
0: I get that I had I had to question that with myself recently like am I a weeb because I was like thinking about things that I'm into and that like I've specifically been like interested in lately um, but it turns out I'm not quite full weave yet like because I asked my partner and he said no so
1: <laughs> oh my gosh wow there's still hope for you
0: <laughs> um, but yes
1: back to Japanese rock I'm trying to play Andrew's role of um, getting back on topic um, but yeah so I was listening to I am the or, host you do not have to worry about it at all
0: <laughs> I have made my own bed I'm, I have anxiety <laughs> um Yeah,
1: Yeah, so um, basically I was watching some shows and I really enjoyed their opening and ending songs, so I kind of like searched up their bands on Spotify, um, and just that's kind of where it all started. Um, I just kind of like went through that web of like related artists, related artists, and just kept going.
0: Oh god, I love that, and the weird places you eventually end up. Right? (laughs) Yeah,
1: and so now I just, like, listen to a lot of Japanese rock that isn't even connected with um, anime anymore, so
0: I guess that's who I am now. (laughs) You'll have to give me some recommendations. I've been wanting to get more into, like... Like, I've just been wanting to get outside of my box a little bit Mm -hmm. with music, um, because I kind of just end up, like, staying within the same area. And Mm -hmm, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um weirdly like even though I like I'm I do this podcast and it should theoretically break me out of that it doesn't always um yeah but yeah uh so what made you choose stranger songs to talk about then because I you were telling me earlier that you have never watched stranger things (laughs) yeah
1: so um I'm an Ingrid Michaelson fan I guess you can say um I've been listening to her music for a very long time like since geez I don't even know like high school at least maybe earlier I don't know my memory of that time's a little spotty but um as it is uh but yeah I
0: understand
1: yeah you know depression anxiety trauma you know similar Dissociation,
0: like (laughs) um but yeah and I got
1: the notification when she like first released the album that she had new music, which hadn't happened in a very long time, at least to my knowledge. Um, and so I just started listening to it with no idea that this album was completely themed on Stranger things or <laughs> that it had any connection to that. It was just like not even in my radar And I was like, I really like the music.
0: (laughs) I think a nice thing about it is that um, it's not like it is Stranger Things inspired, but you don't have Mm -hmm. to have watched the show to get it. And it like is just kind of loosely based on certain elements.
1: I found a lot of the songs in this album actually describes my life really well, which is really (laughs) weird to think about now that I do know it's, inspired by stranger things i'm like what's going on
0: (laughs) yeah for me i think like i used to be like somewhat into ingrid michelson like i was really into be okay and then i listened to one of the albums after that i don't remember whichever one has uh lights out no it's not lights out um I was like, because if you didn't like that one, I was going to say, because if you don't like that one, I
1: don't think we can be friends.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I actually did listen to Lights Out and did not like it. Sorry. Oh, no. (laughs) No, everybody found the uh, one point of difference. (laughs) Yes, that is the one thing to distinguish us, which is which. Just ask us about that. Um, oh but be OK, I was really obsessed with and I still get in mm-hmm, like yeah, yeah. moods where I specifically like nothing like I cannot listen to anything else except be OK on repeat mm-hmm. until it gets annoying yeah, to yeah. me. <laughs> um, and mm-hmm. then I like a lot of the songs from everybody. Like, are we there yet? Okay. And just kind of like the gentler yeah. stuff. The um, Lights Out I didn't get into as much just because like Girls Chase Boys gave me like kind of a bad taste for it.
1: Okay, um, but, like, that's literally the, like, one single and not representative of the entire album. I understand. Like, I, mean, I, I just think really good song. I went
0: into it thinking, like, that she was worse now and uh, didn't really um, think much further. And kind of like, you know, if you go into an album thinking, thinking that you're not going to like it. Yeah, I probably will because I did like this album. Um, okay, literally my one of my favorite songs,
1: like, of all time is Open Hands. From that album.
0: Yeah, I don't even remember it, so oh I probably God. should it's go so back good. and listen. Um, If only to not have you hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hate
1: you. I can't hate... well, no. I was gonna say I can't hate myself, but then I was like, wait, no. That's not
0: exactly true, but... <laughs> it's called depression. I can hate uh, myself, but apparently I like myself if it's in the form of another person. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so um, let's take a quick break and then we'll, like, jump into the album a little bit. I'm not going to do the Andrew thing. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> we'll just do a basic click. Um. So let's get into some themes of the album. What do you think were, like, some prominent themes that, like, you noticed oh or resonated with you?
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was very, like relatable to i don't know like that late millennial early gen z generation confused whatever (laughs) that like group yeah like at least like with a lot of like the themes with like the messages and stuff in there that's yeah, super I,
0: I think it makes sense because of like the nostalgia of it and like this is kind of a very nostalgic time because we all remember when we were kids and things were simple but now everything is really fucky and I really have never had simple in my life <laughs> oh yeah I haven't really either <laughs> I'm just talking about the generation <laughs> I still do get nostalgic but it's more nostalgic mm-hmm. for a like memories that I never had <laughs> like oh, yeah. a life that I never had um yeah
1: you're like I wish I was able to do that but yeah I'll never again
0: it's called depression <laughs>
1: hey finger yeah.
0: guns um but yeah we both
1: gotta do the buy finger guns
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I just have very finger gun energy today I don't know what it is mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's like okay, the, I the nervous bi energy
1: and like <laughs> oh my gosh chaotic nervous bi energy is just finger guns energy I, yeah Okay. It's so. my
0: entire life <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is all a tangent but I'm on this one discord server where we created this emoji and it's just the finger guns like on a regular <laughs> like face emoji like the you know the one of the yellow ones with like the smiley yeah. face right and then we just have finger guns on it and it's probably the most used emoji on this server <laughs>
0: That sounds very relatable. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, I think in general, uh, like the album and like more like the show and stuff like kind of is like nostalgia and summer vibes mm-hmm. and like being young and in love. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Song title drop. Hell yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, th- I felt like a lot of the songs
1: actually... Um, I don't know if she did this on purpose or not. Probably not, but like a lot of them felt very like queer themed to me somehow. Oh, and there I is one that she did that drama. on purpose with, right? Um, yeah, I know. I I was reading
0: about this. Okay, yeah, because <laughs> I, like, I can't
1: go in with like zero Stranger Things knowledge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So on, like, I just found out like what. Uh, like, point of view, she was going for from reading the Genius page, and it was very helpful because mm-hmm. I don't think that I liked the album as much before uh reading that. But uh, mm-hmm. like, Best Friend, uh, I guess she wrote, um, like from the point of view of Barb and Stranger Things because there's like a fan theory that Barb uh was in love with Nancy, um, mm-hmm. which, like, and uh, for reference for people who haven't seen the show, like. Uh, Barb and Nancy are best friends. Um, Barb is no longer in the show, but I will not spoil anything that happens. Um, okay, but yeah, but she was. That,
1: what? Isn't that the most
0: stereotypically queer thing ever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just being in love with your best friend who's very much not like gay and doesn't really like. Mm-hmm. And like. Nancy too, like she has like this whole love triangle in the show. Oh my and gosh. so like she's very like that um, messy. into guys and guys are very into her. Like she's super pretty and all of that stuff. And Barb is like kind of the um stereotypical, like nerdy, like fat best friend. And oh gosh. Uh, yeah, and so like um it's that song is kind of more from the point of view that like she's like in love with her best friend and everything, mm-hmm. um, and I guess we can start kind of getting into uh, low lights here first because um, I actually didn't really like that song very much. That song, which I think I was okay with it. I wanted to like it because of it <laughs> being queer themed. Um, yeah. But I just really couldn't get into it. It like it didn't feel as like characteristic of the show. It also didn't really seem to mm-hmm. be a style that um, Ingrid Michelson writes super well. Um, mm-hmm. Like just kind of those three songs in the middle, like "Jealous," "Missing You," and "Best Friend," uh, yes. just seemed a little like out of character for her. And I don't really mm-hmm. know that she like nailed it exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't think
1: she I don't think they're objectively bad songs either. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're just just okay.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think that there are any like heavy lowlights on this album. Like, I don't really Mm -hmm. have. um, I'd say most of the album was just okay to me. Like they're. Mm Were some songs that I did really like, um, but there Mm -hmm. was nothing that I necessarily hated. Those ones just didn't really seem like styles that she's super strong in. Mm. Um, But what about you? What were some kind of lower points for
1: you? I really only had one, and it's just the intro to Hey Kid. Like, just not a fan. I don't know why. How does the
0: intro go again?
1: (laughs) I honestly, I I could not tell you because I skip over it every time because I hear the intro and I'm like, I don't want to hear the song. And then I skip over it. But if I'm like too busy, I don't know, playing Tetris or something to skip over the song and it plays past the intro. I'm like, actually, the song isn't too bad.
0: Yeah. I don't know the intro. I'm listening to it right now. I can see what you mean. It's... uh, it feels very like melodramatic a little bit, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and like the song in general. If you don't have the context, I think would feel that way. Like that's yeah, kind of the how context. I f- <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of how I felt about it at first too. I just kind of thought that it was myth. Yeah, but like um, I softened like on it I don't, over time. I don't think it's the song like
1: it like overall or itself. I think it's literally just like the opening chords I don't like yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah it's kind of weird I think she could have just jumped into it and it would have been fine like mm-hmm. especially since hey Kid like that line she reads it so mm-hmm. dramatically like I think mm-hmm. that that could have um, that would have been a little bit better if it just started out with that um, yeah also yeah, I uh, think a, yeah do you know the song no, you go. do you know the song Somewhere Only We know by Keen? Yes, yes. <laughs> she definitely <laughs> like kind of rips that off but veers from it just slightly. <laughs> yeah, just like not enough. <laughs> yeah. Not enough for right? us to not notice.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just like like you hear it and it's like just too similar to be comfortable, but it's like not it's
0: yeah, like at the end of Fairy Tales, where do we go? Is literally just mm-hmm. um yeah that's like let's go talk about it somewhere only we know
1: no oh my gosh (laughs) i remember listening to that song a lot when i was younger god i was so into that song (laughs) i was too i would like whenever i would get sick of it i would like search up covers of it so
0: that i can keep (laughs) listening to it but like slightly refreshed I would do that with certain songs, too. (laughs) That wasn't necessarily one of them for me. So much uh, YouTube music. Just so much. It's so embarrassing.
1: The amount I listen to. It's like, it's insane. Like, I guess you you, like looking back, that was definitely one of my special interests. But like, yeah, I so much.
0: I used to listen to, like, uh, artists on YouTube a lot, too. And mm-hmm. that's something that was nice about changing my name, is that I then changed my email and all of my accounts. And oh my God. so <laughs> that means that I don't have all of these artists that, like, I subscribe to that I don't really right. care about. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's
1: still chilling on, like, um, my account with my dead name on it that my um, mother still uses with me. But, like... <laughs> I have a different account now that's like separate from that. Like, you know, I kind of made it and I was like, yeah, this is going to be my, um, this is going to be my professional account. Um, and I was able to get away with that because, um, my nickname AJ just, that's just my initials from my dead name and my like birth middle name, which I'm also going to change eventually. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so that's how I was able to get away with a different name there.
0: Well that's good. Like I definitely um I don't think that there would have been a good nickname that I could have done with my dead name. Like there mm-hmm. I literally had nothing to work with. So Yeah, you really did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you met me with my dead name. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Wait, yeah. how do you know? <laughs> um, Um I just forget sometimes, but I need to not forget because, like, I need to. um, If you know my dead name, that means that you have to die. I'm sorry, but it's okay. I welcome death with open arms, (laughs) but also, I think trans people are the exception because they get it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's just like I didn't purposely know it, I would erase it from my mind if I could, but (laughs) here we are. To be fair, like, I think I, like, saw some, like, memory Facebook post about it or something like that one time, and I was totally sitting there for, like, a good few minutes where I was like, who is this person? I was just like, what is going on? How did I know this person? Why do we seem so close? (laughs) I was literally sitting there with no idea. It was actually kind of weird.
0: You know, that's actually kind of funny because when I see memories from my old account, I think the same thing when it's just me. Like, who the fuck is this person? And why are they such a loser? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't say that. (laughs) It's okay because I would say it. Anyway, um, (laughs) do you have any more lowlights that you want to touch on before Um, we uh, move on to highlights? Not really.
1: Not really. That was, like, really my only complaint was that one song. Maybe, like, Mother had some weird vibes to it, to me, but... Man, that's, that's
0: actually... <laughs> this is a good place to move on, because that is my favorite song on this album. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: I don't know. So, here's the thing, though. It's it's about mothers, right? And, like, I was reading something about how, like, she also made it kind of about her own mother... And I just have a very complicated relationship with my own.
0: Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> so I, I do I feel like too with my own, so do. <laughs> For me, though, like, it feels less about mothers. Like, even though she uh, very much is talking about her mother and um, she's talking about, like, um, in, like, the first season and stuff, like, Will trying to find uh, his mother while he's in the Upside Down and, like... 11 searching for her mother, Um, like like even though it very much like can be about mothers for me, like it feels like it's about grief a little bit, like it's just that feeling like which I think makes sense because she was uh, talking about like having lost her mother and like it was coming from like that very real place and like I honestly I think that that kind of made it better too um is that like I can really feel that she like actually cares and like means what she's saying and stuff and like it feels very personal to her um and I think that that's the type of writing that she does best um uh it just feels like very um like real and raw yeah about like Grief, Like, it just is that feeling of, like, when you lose someone, like, just kind of, like, wanting to sleep forever and, uh, like, pretend that everything's okay and, like, kind of wanting to dissociate and to disappear because, like, you can't stand being in a world without that person and... I don't know, it just makes me emotional, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's that's fine. That's actually a good segue to my favorite song. Um, <laughs> yeah, forget this shit. Let's move on. <laughs> well,
1: I don't know. I think it just gave me weird vibes. And um, that's valid that it's your favorite song. No, it's valid it that was it gave not you my weird favorite vibes. song. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah,
0: my favorite song was Hate You. <laughs> And I cry every time I hear it. Why? Can you uh, elaborate? Why is that your favorite song? I
1: just like the sound of it in general, but I also feel like I connected to it. In I know, I know, it's all about a relationship. But if you take out all of the relationship, like romantic relationship parts of it, it feels very. It feels like it encapsulates um, my relationship with my mother, like very, very well we'll put it that
0: way yeah it's, I um, definitely yeah, get that it's like f- more than just a relationship it's kind of encapsulating like complicated relationships like mm-hmm. whatever form those may take I can definitely see this being a good kind of like panic attack song too <laughs> <laughs> um, I need to make yeah, a playlist so- for that just like yeah no I music just I to listen to when one. I'm having a breakdown <laughs>
1: right oh my god um I've also listened to it while um writing a lot actually and so I don't know I feel like I just okay so first of all it was probably my favorite song like upon first listen through in the albums and the problem with this is when that happens I pick that one song and I listen to it on repeat until I like know it so well that like it's just part of me
0: or something that makes sense you know i think i kind of do the same thing too like i like grasp onto (laughs) a song and just like wear it out (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. um i do like this song too uh it i didn't necessarily like it at first because it felt a little um like i don't know it just uh Like sometimes things just feel a little like disingenuous or like, like, Mm -hmm. okay, we get the point and stuff (laughs) like just with Mm -hmm. being repetitive. And it kind of felt like that to me at first, but um, I really like it now. And I can like, especially during like that bridge, um, Mm -hmm. it just feels very um, emotional and like Mm -hmm. it definitely captures that feeling really well. Of uh, just having that complicated relationship, um, from uh, oh yeah, I have so many
1: complicated relationships in my life. That's probably also part of why I like this song so much. Oh
0: yeah, I get that. Oh, <laughs> give me a
1: How are you? How are you? Hi, my dad says hi. I talk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Came, oh. okay so this is actually hold on real quick this has become a joke during quarantine but the joke is immigrant parents come in during your lecture and they give you fruit <laughs> it's so funny like it's just a widespread meme now and it's just it's so true for so many like immigrant cultures like my friend sent me a snapchat Um, and she's like a senior manager in this consulting organization, um, that I'm also a part of. And she's like, yeah, when your parents come in and give you fruit in the middle of a client call final (laughs) presentation, (laughs) and I was like, why is that the most like parent, Asian
0: parent thing I've heard? That's kind of adorable, (laughs) that that's such a widespread phenomenon that like, it's a meme now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it it was like it was really funny. I made a meme about it in like the Zoom University um, meme page or whatever, and someone actually thought it was like relatable enough to um to share it in subtle Asian traits. And I was like, wow,
0: I'm a little touched. <laughs> wow, so you're like internet famous now, huh? I mean, for like maybe point five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Just take the dopamine, okay? I just said dopamine. (laughs) Dopamine? (laughs) Oh my god. That's probably a meme page somewhere. (laughs) Hopefully. If it's not, I'm taking it.
1: Oh my gosh, copyrighted, trademarked, all of that. I don't know how laws work.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you and me both.
1: It's worse for me because I'm an accounting major. I'm supposed to know these things.
0: You know, it's I so, definitely took a class like, that
1: told me the difference.
0: Jay and I have the talked board. about this before. It's so weird that you're an accounting major with, like, <laughs> all of the art stuff that you do. <laughs> it's
1: because I got scared when I was supposed to declare my major. And, and um, sorry, not declare it officially, but declare it to my parents. <laughs> um, I got scared, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to make money off of art. And also, I'm not very confident um, in my own art making abilities. <laughs> so I was like, and there's no way this is good enough to make money anyway. So I might as well pick a safe path. And people may say accounting is boring, but I actually enjoy it quite a lot. Yes,
0: um, I really like working like with numbers. So I feel like I would probably enjoy it too. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. If you ever need an Excel spreadsheet you made, <laughs> you can come to me was oh, like I so,
0: mean, so much. i'm sorry no offense but i would never come to you because i love making excel spreadsheets okay no that's so
1: valid that that was more of a general statement not like you specifically oh, okay
0: yeah if you if anybody listening to this needs an excel spreadsheet <laughs> made i'll hook you up
1: <laughs> it's I, more complicated than you would think
0: I recently okay, made like an Excel rounds. spreadsheet with several different tabs uh, to keep track of what Pokemon I have and, uh, like, which <laughs> I ones I wait. have shinies for and which ones I have, like, 100% IVs, like, oh my all the stuff. This is this is a callback
1: to intro if you end up using the Animal Crossing
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I
1: have an Excel spreadsheet that optimizes which... Um, Which of the, like, fish and bugs I should bring back from the island that you can go to that will earn me the most amount of money (laughs) in Animal Crossing? (laughs) I can't even get through this without laughing. we really
0: are the same person. What the fuck?
1: (laughs) I don't
0: know why this is still
1: surprising to you. (laughs)
0: Well, it's just surprising to me because uh, making an Excel spreadsheet uh, to keep track of video game, like, fines uh, is not something that I expected to have in common with literally anyone. (laughs) But uh, anyway, um, (laughs) I guess we should get back on topic. Sorry, Andrew's not here. We're going... uh, (laughs) Like, it's fine. mods tangents. are asleep, we're are going on tangents. Um. <laughs> tangents are part of the charm of the show. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, what were some other highlights for you? Um, okay, other highlights. Wait, actually, I need to pull up the
1: song list, Otherwise, I'm not going to remember. I really liked Christmas lights. I do, not I have too. no idea if there's any, like all our significance yeah so
0: the christmas lights and stranger things um, are uh basically like uh winona ryder's character joy um like when her son will like goes missing and stuff uh and like ends up in the upside down uh he ends up like um she realizes that like uh
1: Oh, is this the Christmas lights with like the letters? Yeah. Thing?
0: Yeah. She realizes okay, that I've like fan art of this. he can, um, <laughs> like, basically the lights can be affected like when he tries to communicate with her. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so she, like, uh, then sets up like a string of Christmas lights and like associates like a light with each, um, like, letter in the alphabet. And so mm-hmm. then he uh, ends up communicating with her that way and basically like she finds out that he's alive, but that he is in danger. Um, And uh, like, so that's kind of the significance there and stuff. It's like from Joy's perspective um, where like she's missing her son, but she's like not going to give up on him. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of like, uh, like, but then it's also like, partially, like, from, like, kind of a more realistic, like, outside of the Stranger Things world and stuff, mm-hmm. like, perspective, where, uh, you're, like, experiencing something like, uh, Christmas time, uh, but without people who are important to you, like, uh, for yeah, some so- people, it's their children, <laughs> some people, it's their parents, all mm-hmm, that. Yeah. I
1: laugh because I just realized that, like, all of my favorites have to do with my traumas. <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, That's so understandable, I had this though. really
0: they like resonate um, more with you.
1: Yeah, yeah. I had this like really um complicated <laughs> situation where um because of the number of times I was like reported for having um uh, panic attacks and other trauma related things at my dorm, they actually um banned me from talking to one of the RAs who had become Kind of like an older sibling to me. Oh, at yeah, the time. I remember you telling um, me about I that. I think yeah, yeah, you remember the story, right? Yeah. So we like totally weren't allowed to communicate at all, and that song does remind me of that situation a little bit.
0: Yeah, just kind of the like loneliness, like missing mm-hmm. someone. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, it was <laughs> fine though because then she quit being an RA and she was like, "Yeah, peace out.
0: Here's my phone number. To text me." <laughs> nice yeah and i, I like, um yeah i thought that like this was another one that kind of grew on me like the first time that i mm-hmm. heard it it just seemed like oh yeah cool christmas lights because christmas lights are mm-hmm. a thing in stranger things yeah it was on my like, radar my first yeah like, it like it felt like uh a little i don't know forced um but then like when mm-hmm. i listened to it again uh like it kind of, like, grew on me, and, um, like, I just started to kind of, like, feel the, like, emotions that she's touching on there, and, like, especially, like, thinking about it from, like, the character's perspective, too, it just, uh, like, feels very, like, lonely and stuff, and those are the types of, uh, like, I like things that are, because I'm not a huge Christmas person in general, like, I'm not a huge holiday person, like, I love Halloween, but, uh, Usually, like, holidays just aren't really my thing, especially because, like, complicated relationships with family and, like, you usually have to see family more around those times. Um, So, like, Christmas music or, like, music that has to do with, like, Christmas things or, like, Christmas aesthetics... um, but like associated with like, there's kind of a darkness in it or like a melancholy. Um, Like, I really love that type of stuff. And uh, I think that she does it really well here because it's like Christmas time and it's like a time that you are, quote unquote, supposed to be happy. Um, But then uh, like missing someone and like being alone, And like, just even the way that she says, so it's Christmas time again. Like it, um, I don't know. It has that vibe, same vibe that like, so this is Christmas does. Um, and, uh, which that's not what that song's called, but you know what I mean? It's on, it's on our playlist. So, (laughs) um, but like, it's just kind of that same, like depressed vibe that like, cool, it's Christmas, but I don't really feel anything. But yeah, so that. That was one of my favorites, too. Um, I also think another one that, like, uh, I really liked was Take Me Home. And I think it's kind of... Yes, I was going to bring that up next. <laughs> yeah. I think it's kind of a similar thing with Mother for me, where, like, it, it feels like something that she... Um, like, because... Uh, From what I read on this one, this isn't from the perspective of any characters. It's the only one that, like, is from her point of view. And she's just kind of Mm -hmm. um, touching on, like, why she wanted to do this album and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, it feels, like, a lot more genuine. And, uh, like, I could feel the emotion behind it a little bit more. And like I said, I just Mm -hmm. think that she does that, like, a lot better than the other stuff. Like, it feels honest.
1: I don't really have, like, a specific reason why I liked it. I just really...
0: That's valid. (laughs) Just the song sounds good is a good enough reason. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't know, the chorus... uh, Something that uh, I don't really talk about a lot, a lot, is, uh, like, I know I've mentioned on here that my uh, start with music and stuff, like, growing up... uh, mostly my exposure was to, um, country music, but I'm not going to go into that. Um, the other part of that was, uh, Christian music. And, uh, -hmm. something that I don't talk about is like how much like certain sections of Christian music, like I actually really like still, um, Mm -hmm. like I won't, well, this is really weird. I have so many songs that I like a lot that
1: are just like the theme is like like christian allegories
0: yeah and yeah i do like that with certain notice like 21 pilots that will still do like Mm -hmm. um stuff like that's based around god but it's like Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel so self-righteous i guess
1: (laughs) yeah it's confusing to me because i wasn't like raised in a christian home or anything like never really had too much exposure to all of that um and like, just not super religious or anything. And so every time I'm like, yeah, I actually really like this song, it just feels super weird. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, like I think. Go like ahead. Two notable examples uh, Mary, did you know? I don't know why. I just love that song so much. Um, it's just, it's a really strange song to get attached to, but for some reason, I like it a lot. And then uh, Samson by Regina Spector
0: yeah well regina's specter in general is just Regina good at everything Spectre she in does too. so um <laughs> yes.
1: but samson in particular for me apparently. yeah
0: it's good um but yeah like this kind of uh subsection of christian music like specifically uh kind of like worship music and stuff like that um i really like i don't listen to any of it anymore because of like what it's about. And like, I can't separate that music specifically from that. It's not like the same as uh, an artist Mm -hmm. that I would listen to outside of that setting. Um, but something that like, I think that they can be uh, really good at sometimes is like kind of creating this atmosphere and, uh, like just staying on like a moment, like almost like a kind of like meditation, Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, that's kind of what the chorus in the song like feels like to me. It's, uh, Mm -hmm. like just kind of repetitive. Um, and it's, uh, like a little somber and like reflective. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's just kind of like meditating on like one idea and it's got this like atmosphere around it. That's just beautiful. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, (laughs) so that's my thoughts on that a lot
1: better than I could
0: (laughs) thanks I'm good at words sometimes um sometimes
1: occasionally
0: occasionally you know I it's it's not like I'm a writer or anything (laughs) (laughs) but anyway did you have any uh other highlights that you wanted to mention no I didn't I think that was about it okay any like stray observations or anything like that about the album
1: no, I think I think we touched on all
0: of my notes, okay, so uh let's go ahead and get into ratings then um I can go first or you can go first. I don't care. you can go first, okay um so i uh did really enjoy this album and I think it got a lot better with time too. And especially, Mm uh, contemplating like what the songs were actually about, like it rubbed me the Mm -hmm. wrong way. Um, initially listening to it because, uh, my first listen, I don't really like listen super closely. It's usually like in the background of something else just to kind of like get Mm -hmm. a feel for it. And I noticed there were a lot of songs about love and like the way that she was talking about love, um, just kind of felt, uh, inappropriate for what the album is to me. Like, Mm -hmm. because I was thinking about, uh, there are a lot of people who, uh, like sexualize some of the actors, like, especially, um, Mm -hmm. yeah. What's her name? That actress for 11,
1: Millie,
0: Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. And, uh, so aborted because I couldn't remember the full name. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Um, you knew enough to bring it out of the recesses of my mind. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so I, um, kind of like, didn't really like that. Like a lot of the songs seemed a little bit more sexual, like in nature. Um, Mm -hmm. like at first listen, just some of the love songs, like seemed to be talking from that perspective and stuff like about like sleeping alone and all of that. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I just felt a little weird about it, but like listening more, um, I think that she kind of captures the ideas that she's going for really well. And especially figuring out like which perspective certain things are from, like certain songs that I thought were from like the kids perspective were from like kind of the older, like teenagers perspective. And so like that made a little bit more sense. Um, and then uh, like, yeah, I just, I generally think that especially like the second half of the album, like it's really strong. Um, and uh, yeah. so with all of that being said um, and whatever mess of words that was, uh, <laughs> I'm going to rate this um, seven out of 11 instead of 10 uh, Egos. <laughs> Egos. Yeah, because it's a thing from the show. <laughs> oh,
1: OK. Again, I would just that, choose a thing from
0: the album, but I figured since it's themed from the show. <laughs> mm
1: hmm my, my, my um, object that I use to write is not at all uh, related to the show in any way that's okay but, yeah, like, An obsession that I've recently had um, I don't have a well thought out like super long description okay. like you or much of a basis on what I write this besides I really enjoy these songs and I put this album on repeat quite often, um, <laughs> since it has come out. Um, yeah, I guess, well, again, like I mentioned before, it does relate to a lot of my trauma, and I do like to find songs that can put to words, um, feelings that I can't necessarily put to words. Yeah, I love it when a song I'm can do too, that. Like, yeah, because I'm, like, too, like, in the feeling to be able to verbalize what that is um i guess but um given that i am a huge uh ingrid michaelson fan in general and that i enjoyed almost every song on this except maybe hey kids but also again only not the intro for that um i gave it nine mini origami roses out of 11
0: nice um okay so uh then I guess let's get into the playlist. Sorry, I don't have um, perfect uh, segues like Andrew. But yeah, let's uh, go ahead and get into the playlist. No improv for that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I really don't. Um, I'm just an awkward like, person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, you don't know how anxious I felt today. Like thinking I don't have oh gosh, the security insane. blanket that is a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, anyway, let's get into the playlist. Uh, I can go ahead and go first. Um, so okay. my pick this week, uh, since... God, you're going to make me pick one song. <laughs> well, I mean, if you really want, you can pick two. If you're like going between two. I know.
1: I, I'm, I'm just telling you right now, in my notes, I have three that I
0: like somehow thought <laughs> I could make a split second decision. <laughs> um. Well, oh, I yeah. will give you a little bit of time. <laughs> I will go through this very slowly. Um, but no, uh, I can't do that. I No, just
1: just go on regular
0: <laughs> because this doesn't make me listen to that. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be pain for everyone involved. Um but because this album was set in the eighties, uh and like well because the the like show trying to think of the word Stranger Things is set in the 80s. And this album, like, was kind of going for more 80s vibes on certain things. Um, And it largely is about like Ingrid Michelson's experience in the 80s, too. I decided to choose uh, what I think is my favorite song from the 80s, because it's really hard to pick one. Uh, But uh, I'm going to feature Running Up That Hill, A Deal With God. By Kate Bush. By Kate Bush. Yes.
1: Oh my god, that's one of my favorite songs. (laughs) The first time I heard it, I didn't hear the Kate Bush version. I heard it um, as, like, a cover version that someone had done on The Voice UK, and it was so good that I had to search up the original.
0: Yeah, it it's such a good song, and, like, uh, she, like, conveys emotion very well. Like, you can, like, feel the exasperation and stuff just trying to get— uh, the person that she's singing to to understand her because basically like the premise of it for anyone who hasn't heard it which why wouldn't you have heard it loser um (laughs) but uh like basically the premise is she um like is so like exasperated with uh like her partner or whoever she's singing to that like she um wants to make a deal with god to like uh swap places with this other person and, like, it's kind of this idea that, like, uh, well, like, if uh, men and women, but I, like, interpret it more just if like, people who like, love each other and are in relationships, whether that be familial, romantic, or like, friendship, or any of that, like, I think uh, if like, you could just, like, walk in the other person's shoes and, like, try to understand each other, like, Like, if you could swap places, you'd find that it's a lot um, harder and more complicated than you think it is. And so it's just, like, it's an empathy jam, which is, like, my shit. Yeah. So I feel
1: like it has, like, similar vibes to, um, what was it, Take Me Home and Christmas Lights.
0: Yeah. Slightly. Yeah, I can see that, for sure. Um, It, like, feels very... Like, the song feels very lonely, but it feels like the type of loneliness where, like, you are sitting in the room with someone and you still feel alone. Like, this is like nine out of ten.
1: I've definitely cried this song. Yeah.
0: Five. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's gonna be how I rate every album from now on is can I cry to this? No, next.
1: <laughs> can I have a mental breakdown to this? Uh no? Okay, then we we don't even need to look at
0: it. <laughs> yeah, not worth my time.
1: <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to do two songs because I cannot narrow list this any more than that. That's okay. Um Okay, so I guess the first one is I feel like similar vibes in terms of the lyrics with that like kind of disillusioned um again like i said generation confused kind of vibe um that i felt from um the album and it's this song called modern loneliness by love This is a more, like, EDM song, I guess, but um, I do feel like, again, it encapsulates my trauma really well. Uh, I don't know, I've been listening to that song on repeat, Um, but I guess late contender to this that really made it hard for me to decide is a song by our good friend CJ Ron. Hell yeah! Um, It's
0: yeah, we've had yeah, CJ yeah. on the podcast yeah. before, so we're always happy to have more music by them.
1: Yeah, so it's called I'd Like to Know. Once came across a blind dinosaur. We foresaw what went and came before us. Do you even think he saw us? But like Taurus, I'm relentlessly paced and chasing a deeper view. So- I think they, like, remastered it or something, and like, or, like, at least re-released it um, recently. I mean, on Spotify, it says, like, in 2020 but it only gives me the year so i don't know um i can't believe i missed it but (laughs) i just found out um because i know that this song is actually also on their soundcloud from like way back when they first started making music and it was actually one of my favorite songs but i for whatever reason couldn't find um find it anymore and so i was like really sad about that but then it like showed up on spotify and i was like hold up let me drop everything and listen to the song repeat for a little bit um but yeah so that's that's the other song that I'm going to put on the playlist
0: nice that's a good pick um so uh do you have anything that like I guess art shows probably aren't really a thing right now with the yeah, everything being shut down not. but do you have anything that you want to plug like uh i don't know instagram twitter facebook page
1: okay i I do have a website it's uh artemiskid.weebly.com um that's like kind of the only thing that's going on right now Um, what is it a website
0: for like your art or
1: yeah yeah it's kind of like a portfolio of all the different types of art i do so there's some of my poetry on there um there's some sketches some photography um And I don't remember exactly what's on there. Um, I actually really need to get to updating it soon um, because I have a lot more photographs I need to put on there. But I've been messing with organization on it for a while. So it's um, getting complicated. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I haven't been on social media very recently, just taking a break from all
0: of that. Yeah, it's probably for the best. I think when people are forced to stay home all the time, like that people can fall into like a um, like thing where they just like get too wrapped up in social media and like don't take enough time off. And when I say people, I mean me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's me. I'm people. (laughs) Yeah. It's me. I'm bitches. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I've never related to a meme so much <laughs> yeah, I love those
1: every time
0: <laughs> um but yeah so uh that's probably good that you're taking some time off um and uh as for me I'm not taking time off so you can follow me at uh, Ezra Indigo on Instagram I don't make my Twitter public because uh, it's just garbage um <laughs> Just shouting into a void is the way I like it. Uh, That's but you can follow us uh, at IBMTLTT on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, our website is IBMTLTT.com, and we will uh, have, like, links to, like, um, uh, Aegis's, like... Uh, website why can i not think of words right now (laughs) we'll have a link to Aegis's website on there and so uh you can check that out sending you nonsense (laughs) how extremely dare you (laughs) but uh like that (laughs) it really do be like that um so Wrapping up and everything, uh, Aegis has prepared a closing sentiment for us to read out loud together, so you can just send it into the chat box, and I will see it. I apologize in advance
1: for all of the terrible puns.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, three, (laughs) two, one... (laughs) I hope, I hope you had a catastic time, and as my brother, likes, as my to brother say, likes to say, hydrate, hydrate or, or dihydrate. <laughs> we totally read that at different cadences. <laughs> that's okay. That's how it always goes. <laughs> like we kind of I locked like ourselves into that. this format early on, but I'm sure it's hell for people to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I had a great time. Thanks for being on the show, Aegis. Um, I am full of anxiety. And, um, <laughs> Mood, anything. <okay. laughs> yeah,
1: but it was my pleasure.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I said, yeah, like, yeah, it is your pleasure. <laughs> I got you. Anyway, bye, guys. I love you all. Have a good day. Andrew, you're great. Have a good month without me i'll cry hopefully we didn't make too much of a mess of this (laughs) yeah i'll edit it into something palatable it's fine um but yeah see you you. (laughs) talk to you next week bye click